escaped to Egypt. Mary and Joseph marveled at how far the wise men had traveled to see their son. So many strange things had happened since he had been born. Maybe the departure, departure of the wise men would mark an end to all the amazing and unusual events for a while. That night, Joseph once again dreamed that an angel came and stood by his side. You must take Mary and the baby and hurry away from here at once, came the angel's urgent message. Flee into Egypt and stay there until I come to tell you it is safe to return. King Herod of Judea is going to search for the child. He is determined to kill him. Next morning, Joseph gently shook Mary awake and told her to get Jesus ready. He lifted his wife and her precious baby onto the donkey, and the family crept away unnoticed through the quiet streets of Bethlehem. Meanwhile, in Jerusalem, King Herod was waiting for the wise men to return. Every day, he grew more and more frustrated and more and more angry. Surely those wretched astrologers must have found the child by now, he bellowed at his trembling advisors. The days turned into weeks and Herod grew more and more furious. Finding his rival, the baby Christ, was top of his agenda. The thundercloud-faced king could think of nothing else. How could he enjoy life knowing that rumors were spreading about another king of the Jews? Besides, if the wise men were right and this baby really was the Messiah spoken of in the scriptures, he would soon have supporters up and down the country. And that would leave Herod at serious risk of losing his throne. One sunset, as yet another day ended with no words from the wise men, King Herod finally snapped. Bring me the general of the royal army, he roared. The burly army commander was at once ushered in. Order your men to go through every single household in Bethlehem area and find every male child under two years old, Herod spat. Then kill them all. A gas went around the throne room. The blood drained from the general's face and he fell to his knees before the ruthless, cruel monarch. But, but sire, surely, he stuttered, falling silent as Herod bent down to whisper in his ear. If I hear that there is even one male child under two years old left alive, I shall hold you personally responsible hissed the king, and he swept away to his private chambers, leaving the army general groveling miserably on the cold palace floor. Soon, the sound of screaming rose up over Bethlehem. No one could escape the heartbreaking shrieks that tore the air. Panicking parents ran desperately to, to and fro, trying to secret away their tiny sons. The soldiers marked like, marched like machines into every possible hiding place. They trampled over those they threw themselves to the ground and begged. 
they trampled over those who threw themselves to the ground and begged for them to have mercy. They turned deaf ears to pleading and crying of men and women besides themselves with grief. At last, when there was not a single male child under, under the age of two in the whole of the area around Bethlehem, Herod was satisfied. So much then for the supposed Messiah, King of the Jews. In fact, Jesus was long gone. Joseph kept him and his mother safe in Egypt until the angel told him that Herod had died and it was time to return home to Judea, Judah. So finally, the family returned to the quiet town of Nazareth in the remote district of Galilee, where Jesus grew up far away from the evil eyes of Herod's son, King Archelaus. About the story. Herod the Great is known to have been a violent and cruel man who was greatly afraid of rivals. He even had two of his own sons put on trial, convicted and executed because of an alleged family plot against him. There is no record outside the New Testament of this event, which was confined to Bethlehem, but it would be a typical of Herod to order it.